Oh, hey, this is the great thing that never ends. <laughs> I meant to keep my great thing to a minimum, but it just sort of flowed into our topic for the day, which I, I actually meant to talk about values and core of identity. And we didn't get to that because I spent the whole time telling this story about how I found my website developer. And I don't, I wouldn't even say that I find anything. They typically find me and it's always in this beautiful full circle roundabout moment. And I remember telling one of my friends from the conference that like, I just want to hire and empower women who just deserve opportunity. And I want to be the one who builds something that gives them that. And so being able to do that this week uh, was a great thing that could just never end. I think I could talk about that all day, every day in the work that I'm doing. And so very grateful to be having that moment and to be able to break that down for you today. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the death of a dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. I'm your host, Anna Nuss, and if you want to find me anywhere, like hang out, find out what I'm doing, mostly for right now, because wow, um, <laughs> overwhelm, you can find me on local.shop.space. That's where I show up most. That is my day job. That is what I spend my time doing. That is where I physically help people trying to do their dreams, whether they're writing a book or starting a business or deciding how they want to pivot their business or trying to grow their dream that they're 
currently working on. Um, so that's where I show up most. Eventually, I'll be back to showing up for myself and my own dreams as well. Um, but for right now, that launched about eight months ago, and that has really been the baby, right? Hannah Nuss. LLC or whatever we call this, um, and the death of a dream and all of the things that go along with me speaking and writing, um, it's really like the older child whose, whose main job right now is just to bring the diapers. So mom doesn't have to get up. That's the phase that I'm in right now. And eventually the babe will learn to walk and eat on their own. And I'll be able to manage, love, play with, both at the same time. But for right now, the heavy lifting is really on local and that's okay. It's all balance. And part of that balance is just continuing to believe that you're strong enough to manage and handle all of these things. And every single day I'm faced with new challenges and opportunities and things that I never thought that I'd be faced with in this life. And here I am. And most of that um, comes down to believing every single day a little bit more than I did the day before. And to do that, we have to consistently show up in that work. So how do we do that? It's called greatness grounding. We just force ourselves to have that conversation every day. What is something great that I could accomplish? What is something that I feel great about? So my great thing <clears throat> from mm, Fry Talk. Friday. Sorry. I don't, I don't know why. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. My great thing from Friday is <laughs> I hired a website developer and that was something working with my mentor. That's something that we have to focus on, right? We're in the physical space doing great. How else can we expand this brand? And one of the biggest ways is just being more accessible. And I had limped along our website enough to be able to sell in the physical shop, enough to be able to sort of present what we're doing, not in a great way, and not even because the website didn't function the way that it's supposed to, because I didn't have time to get it to function the way that it was supposed to. And all of the things that we're building are so custom, are so importantly different from what I can build myself. And what I've been getting really great at is this is not in my skill set. I am good enough to fake it till we make it to prove that it's worth investing in and figure out what we're trying to build. So had I hired someone to build this website from the very beginning, we would have been building it all over again. Let me repeat that. Had I hired and paid money to make this thing perfect, based on what I knew when we started, we would have been building it all over again. I would have been spending the money Again, I didn't know what I needed when I first started, and so it would have been a wasted investment. Now, could we have continued to build more off of what they built? Yes, but I think it would have just taken us in the complete wrong direction, and it would have forced us to focus on things we did not and were not ready to focus on. Like, 
we needed to serve our community first and foremost in our physical space. And if we sold all of our products online to go all over the world with the amount of products that our entrepreneurs were putting into our space, we would have underserved our community. And first and foremost, they matter more than anyone else to us. So our physical shop sourcing and and having product in it is more important than selling all over the world. Now, we are building what that will look like so that we can do that. But in the beginning, that could not be a focus because we just didn't know enough, right? We didn't know where we were going. We didn't know who could or couldn't benefit from that. We didn't even know if anything was going to sell in our shop or if anyone was going to like it. Or if it was even going to be cool. We just did not know. We did not know. And now we do. And now we can build out a custom product. And what's really cool, and this is why I think life just comes full circle all the time. And I love the meeting that I had on Friday because I was just like, "This this is life. This is how life works when you just open it up and let it flow to you and you follow what's on your heart. So I've been working with a mentor who is probably one of the most amazing humans. I can't believe that I got so blessed um, to find someone so perfectly aligned with what I needed. (laughs) Um, uh, And so we've been talking, okay, you know, very much in the beginning love her for this more than she even knows. (laughs) She was like, we need to slow down to go fast. And that comment really made me take a step back, not force an investment, not invest in things that I didn't, that like full scale, because now I'm really thinking about this, The second that we invest in where we're at now, we will outgrow it. And so we have to be looking at how we long-term grow this, what makes the most sense. And at that point, I just wanted to push the pedal down and make the decision and make it so. And so that to say we need to slow down to speed up and she wasn't the only one saying that. I feel like the whole universe was delivering that. But for whatever reason, when she said that, the world stopped. And I was like, okay, really? This is my decision to make. How we grow, how we expand, and where we take this is on me. And if I'm not making strategic decisions and I'm just making frivolous and quick decisions, we're in trouble. So one of the places that we looked at making a bigger impact, because we definitely have great products, a great um, mission that people want to support, that's all mostly happening through DMs right now um, for sales, because our website isn't functioning as well as it could be. Um, 
that look like online? And not just online, like what does our footprint look like online? And how can we help people who are trying to show up online individually? And that's that's really where local works best is when we are looking at things that we can come together in strength on versus everyone doing it by themselves in a silo. We're looking at things that we can create that help entrepreneurs to not operate individually because it's hard and ways that we can benefit more from these like group investments, right? Like we have a space and if we all invest in this space, it will benefit all of us because it's a grant of credibility. And if we have this online space and we all invest in this online space, we can grow it and it can grant credibility that we lack the ability to get on our own, right? And so, or maybe we don't even lack the ability to do it on our own. Maybe it's just, it's tough, right? Because we have to have that constant call to action and we have to really be working that wheel. And when we're working, it's hard to do. So this is like passively growing your business for you and putting your name out there more than you can even put it out there yourself. And then you just get to go do the work. So where else can we apply that? And so we're looking at a lot of different ways and most importantly, looking at online and how we can grow that footprint and how we can do that better. And so that really had us pull back and strategically look at expanding that footprint versus our physical footprint for right now, because there just isn't an opportunity for the physical footprint outside of me and my family leaving the community we're in to find somewhere else. Now, opportunities have been put on the table um, for us to grow local somewhere else. Um, So that's like a, a thing, but that's not what I want to do. I would rather do it here. And so we have been focusing on online for right now and trying to figure out where we grow local next so that it doesn't have to leave our original community. Um, And so that's super cool. And so when we're looking at online, it's like, I got to build a custom product. And so like I do, I'll put feelers out there. Hey, who do you know? Blah, 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 blah. Who do you know? I know some people, I know this person. And then I even pulled back on that at one point because I was like, you know what? Whoever is meant to do this, it will just make sense. I have never had to reach out to anybody. It has always been served perfectly up to me on a platter. You know, like when I was looking for funding and I was kind of fighting that battle, all of a sudden what just keeps being reserved to me is Kiva. And that's like the perfect, most aligned opportunity that I could get. And so (laughs) all of a sudden I'm asking that question. I'm working with my mentor. We're talking about online, how that's something that we have to get strategic about and quickly. And I'm just like, I don't know who that's going to be. I have asked a couple people and they presented me with just something heavy and sticky and I don't 
trust that, right? I trust ease. And so all of a sudden I'm just sitting, working, thinking, and what should be served right up to me, but that this woman who I went to a conference with, and gosh, this is going to probably take up our whole episode. So this is like greatness grounding on steroids today. It really is. This is going to be the longest greatness grounding. I'm going to say, just make sure that you take time for yourself, recognize yourself for your greatness, but this one's going to continue on. So I'm at a conference in 2019, June of 2019. And this was in 2018. I turned 30. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? And then one of my um, friends says, hey, we should go to this conference. It's like about you know, rising up and 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 doing the thing. And it's ran by Rachel Hollis and we should go to this conference. And that conference was in June. And I'm like, okay, I, I, yeah, I think that makes sense. I should go to it. So I start donating plasma to get myself enough money to go to it. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to take money away from my family to do this entrepreneur thing. Cause it's a crazy pie in the sky dream right now. And I'm not going to do that. So I donate plasma, I make enough to go to this conference. And in June, I go to the conference. And at that conference, we're like, man, we really should make friends here, you know, because that's what girls would do. We would make friends. And it was like this impossible task. We keep trying to like girl flirt. And that definitely is not the term, but like, hey, you know, just putting that feeler out there, like, you want to be friends? I don't know. We're just like, no, no. And we make one friend in line, maybe two, no, one for sure. For sure, one, maybe two. And then we're kind of walking around in between. You got this nice break, and we find this sweater. Someone had dropped this sweater. And the whole downtown of Minneapolis for this conference was like just women in this conference. So we pick up the sweater and we post it on the Facebook page <laughs> that's for this conference specifically. And we say, hey, we found a sweater. If you want it back, the way that you'll get it back is by going to lunch with us. <laughs> Because we're like desperate at this. Like, let's make friends. <laughs> and so we jokingly post that. And then someone jokingly replies, hey, this isn't our sweater, but we'd love to meet you for lunch. So then we meet this group of women and they had sort of picked up these loners. And so a part, uh, a part of this larger friend group, group was... Kimberly, and she was sort of a, I'm, I'm from the same place you are. Okay. I guess we're friends. And then we were like, we got this sweater and we had some of our extras that we had added. Okay. I guess we're friends. So we all go to lunch. And that was the lunch that I figure out that my pain really was that I never did anything with volleyball. I never became anything on that journey and that that really impacted me. And I said that out loud at lunch and that resonated with a couple of people at the table. And that was when I came home and I was like, it's the death of a dream. That's it. And then I would take that back to that girl group when I finally decide that I'm going to publish this podcast. And everyone that I had sent it to before that, like close friends and some family members, either didn't respond or responded with, 
yeah, okay, I think maybe you need a little more work on this, this, and this, um, blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and it was so disheartening. And so I didn't, I was like, I'm not going to publish it. I'm going to maybe, maybe not do this. I think everybody thinks this is a bad idea. And then I took it to that girl group because we had been meeting once a week after the conference. And I was like, hey, I'm doing a podcast. And they're like, really? Where? We want to listen. And I'm like, oh, no, I, I'm just doing a podcast. Like, I'm just recording. I don't actually know how to do a podcast. Uh, I'm just recording audio, which would be known as the dark files of recording from April until June consistently and never publishing. And they're like, well, we want to listen to it, specifically Kimberly. I want to listen to it. How do I find it? And I'm like, I will have an answer to that question next week. <laughs> and that conversation pushed me to finally publish. And Kimberly stayed engaged in the work enough that three, four years later, all of a sudden I'm doing this business. I'm looking for a website producer. I'm not even thinking about who that might be. I'm trying to reach out sort of subtly to my network and say, hey, does anybody know anyone who does this? I'm getting nothing. And all of a sudden, Kimberly pops into my messenger and says, about a month ago, so, well, actually, time has stood still for seemingly six months, but Probably in about February, before I start really working with my mentor and focusing on this, she pops in and she says, hey, I'm launching this thing. And I want you to know that a lot of this was inspired by you. Like, I get so inspired by some of your posts. I, I just decided that I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to start, I'm going to, you know, build this business. I'm going to do this. And I, I want you to know, like, thank you. Some of what you did inspired this. And at that point, I didn't realize that, um, I didn't even realize what officially she was doing, right? <laughs> I was just like, hey, that's awesome. Thank you so much for reaching out and saying such great things. I... Um, feel really great that this ha has impacted anyone and, you know, that it's inspiring people to do their dreams, whatever that means or takes. And so <laughs> then I start working with my mentor and we figure out Hannah needs a website. Like that's got to happen. We got to get this thing going. And I have a website, right? But it's not functioning the way that we need it to. And so I reach out and <laughs> she's like, hey, I'm too busy. I can't help you figure this out. But I will be taking new clients soon, whatever. So then she reaches back out and she's like, yep, let's schedule a meeting. I'm ready to take on new clients. Let's go. 
And so I have that meeting with her on Friday. It's like this moment of a million serendipitous things that had to happen for all of this to fall into place. And I think when we're really reflecting and reviewing, those are the things that have always worked out best in life. And so I'm feeling amazing, right? Like this is one of those things. What are the chances that we pick up a sweater four years ago, post it on a whim to a group, get a group of women to respond to that, invite us to lunch. That group of women had collected this extra amazing woman. And all of a sudden, we're just sort of staying in touch enough to stay relevant in each other's timelines and messaging here and there. And all of a sudden, she has this like perfect skill set for exactly what I needed in this exact moment. What? What is this life? Right? And I feel like that that is how life works best when we aren't inserting ourselves. And I remember pulling back from, hey, I need to go text everyone that I know and find the perfect fit. And no, I don't. Whatever is supposed to happen is just going to land in my lap. And, you know, like I said last week, I'm not passing the microphone. So I am certain that there are companies that do this and that there are probably a million more qualified candidates. And I am certain that me taking a chance on someone who's just getting started, specifically a woman who's just getting started, will always benefit me and always has. I have never had a moment in my last three years of making these decisions where I'm like, huh, she really let me down. I always am, am constantly saying, wow, over-delivered and under-priced. And I will have that conversation. Hey, I mean, I got lucky because you priced this so low, but you, and like I had that conversation, I will pay you this and I expect you to charge more as you continue adding services to this because this is not enough. And I only know that because I hired someone for a project, a woman 
who didn't know what to charge and charged way too little for something. But it was their first time. They got a ton of experience. It was great. And now she knows to charge more. And that benefits me a lot. But I will always have that conversation after. Hey, you got to charge more than this. Right? You got you to ask for what you're worth. And you just delivered above and beyond what you were worth. And I think that's a pretty normal thing. And I'm saying this to myself too. As I'm understanding the value that I bring to things, which is a hard thing for me to say. And I have had a couple of mentors and coaches say it in the last couple of days to start to convince me of that. Access to you is valuable. You are a valuable asset in the makeup of how your business works. And so you should charge accordingly. I'm like, yeah, totally. I will. And I'm right there with all of these other entrepreneurs, right? Like, hey, I'm willing to show what I can do. And I will deliver. And I'm okay with sort of starting out small and steady and figuring out where to go from here. Because I understand that until anything's proven, we probably shouldn't pay people. And I see that a lot in how well some people can just sell people on an idea, but never actually do it. And that to me is the biggest waste. (laughs) And... You know, I don't ever want to be that. So I'll just show up. The benefits of just showing up is if you deliver, people will see you as someone who's in action instead of discussion. And, you know, I think that's really powerful. And I go back to staying in this private sector instead of being a public-facing individual, right? Like, hey, let's run for all the positions to get all the power, but you're not in power, you know? Like, Oprah, you got it. Elon, you got it, right? (laughs) Your ability to move and create an impact happens from your just doing it and deciding the impact that you want to make. And so that's where I like to be in this private sector where I can just make decisions and get the job done and not stay tied up in 
politics and policy and craziness because there is no impact to be made there. Of course, there's this beautiful legacy where everyone will know who you are, but if you could make an impact, you'll grow further, bigger, going about it this way, I believe. And that could be different and everybody's aims and initiatives are completely different. Those are mine. I want to make an impact that is long-standing and that makes a difference. I want to change the world. And I don't see that that's possible going there. Because here I can make decisions like hiring someone who hasn't even really gotten their feet wet in this work, even though they've probably been doing it from a corporate perspective for a very long time. And so I want to make that decision and I want to empower those individuals and I will continue passing the mic to those people. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.